Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. The holidays are doubly important this year, so make your celebrations doubly special. At Kroger, we've got a huge selection of high-quality meats on top of fresh, natural produce, like fresh, never-frozen prime-grade beef and our Simple Truth Organic Brussels sprouts, or delicious king crab legs with our private selection gourmet potatoes. Whew, had to say that doubly fast. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session. Is now in session. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing. And since my friend John Carcutt can't be with us today, I have a special guest. His name is Josh Kellett, who is, and he's the search specialist at Red Cross Canada and the inventor of GAChecker.com. That's GAChecker.com. Thanks for coming in, Josh. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm great, Ross. Thanks for having me. Uh, now, Josh and I uh, just connected. It turns out he's a Victoria here, uh, lives in my my hometown. And uh, the reason we connected is I, I complimented him on GA Checker uh, socially. And he was, uh, we just uh, found out we were in the same area. Now, GA Checker, my uh, layman's uh, review of it essentially is it allows you to run uh, a, a, a review of your website to see whether or not every page is properly set up for Google Analytics. Now, am I close? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's pretty much bang on. I mean, Essentially, it's, it's as simple as you plug in your site, it, it crawls it and gives you a list of pages that have Google Analytics code and pages that don't. And the idea behind it is you want to make sure that all the pages um, on your site do have the code. So it's basically just covering your bases and people have found it useful for you know, uh, analytics audits and, and things like that just to make sure that that code is everywhere it needs to be because, of course, that can uh, throw a lot of red flags and, and cause a lot of issues if it's not on a, an important page. So, um, yeah, so far, so good. Yeah, I recommend everyone give it a shot. Uh, not I'm, hopefully your server can handle it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a very very handy tool, and in an audit, it's superb because what can happen is uh, clients could have updated their site to the, uni- the latest Universal um, Analytics code from Google Analytics, but maybe they missed a certain amount of pages that don't have it, and as a result, there's uh, yeah, a disconnection in data. Well, you can. In, easily find out which ones, which pages those are using the GA Checker. And I believe you can even export it, can't you? Yeah, yeah. It exports a CSV and it's, it's totally free and it crawls uh, 10,000 pages. And uh, we're kind of working on some round two, some phase two stuff right now, which I'm really excited about. So uh, I've partnered with a, a search agency down in, um, or I guess a digital market ag- marketing agency, sorry, uh, down in LA and they expressed interest in volunteering some of their time. So um we're still kind of working out uh, what's going to be done and what is going to be involved in phase two, but hopefully people can kind of keep on checking back and there'll be 
more reliable uh, service and stuff because sometimes the servers do take a hit when a lot of people plug in google.com or something like that. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So, and, but, uh, yeah, <laughs> but no so one's that, that mean, are they? <laughs> uh, you'd be surprised. I see the CSVs. Uh, oh yeah. Amazon, Google, you name it. Um, people, I think just try to troll me a little bit and it works. I mean, it crashes the site sometimes. So, uh, oh, no. if you're listening, please, uh, please, please don't. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> we're working on ways to kind of uh, make sure that doesn't happen in the future. So, yeah, I should have a blacklist of some kind. Go yeah, on. yeah, for sure. Well, and I'm not a developer either. I, I should probably preface this by saying I'm I'm not a developer. So that's why it's so great to have people that are willing to volunteer their time that actually do have skills in Python and, and stuff like that. So um, I can hack together this type of stuff. But in terms of taking it to the next level, um, it's not um, in my skill set as much as some other people. So, Which um, I have to applaud you on because that stuff scares the pants off me because I'm not. I'm just like, well, you, you, actually, you're way more advanced than I am. You actually could you know, cobble some of this together. I couldn't. The whole concept gives me the creeps. I, I like to have a certain amount of understanding of what I'm working with so I can not be taken advantage of. And, and it kind of creeps me out getting someone involved and you know, really don't know what you're going to get. So Sure. On, yeah. Yeah. And I think there's a, there's a big difference between working knowledge and kind of having that be useful in terms of knowing you know, HTML and CSS and things like that if you're doing SEO and uh, having the knowledge to be able to build things and stuff like that. And that's kind of where my gap is. I can, I can read it. I can understand kind of um, generally what's going on, but I can't create it myself um, a lot of times. So, um, hmm. yeah. Huh, very cool. Well, I, I don't think there's another tool out there like this, is there? Well, I don't, as far as I know, no, nothing that's free. And that's why I created it. Um, to be honest, there's so many great free tools out there. That I've gotten so much value out of. Um, you know, Uber suggest and, um, you know, keyword tool.io and, and, um, you know, tons of different things like that, that I basically just wanted to give back to the, the digital marketing ecosystem. And, and it seemed like this gap, um, that somehow hadn't been filled. I, I found it amazing. Someone hadn't made one of these yet. So, um, I was kind of inspired after MozCon last year in 2013, there's so many p- people doing so many great things that I thought I might as well kind of throw my hat in the ring as well with hopefully, you know, something that provides value. So I'm not planning on monetizing anytime soon. It's kind of my, my thank you to just the, the industry and um, hopefully people are finding it useful. So Very cool. Can you give me an idea? Like I, you shared it with me. I don't know whether you're comfortable doing, doing it here or not, but the, 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 there's a process and the cost associated with it. I think a lot of people be surprised at how reasonable it was to create this. Yeah, yeah. So I basically put the job um, on Elance, um, which is a, a website for freelancers. And I tried to make it as, as clear as possible about what I wanted and really laid it out. Um, and it ended up costing me about maybe $700 or so. Um, wow. And host, hosting cost me 20 bucks a month. Um, <laughs> and, and the rest of the tweaks, I mean, I had to kind of design the actual HTML and CSS and that type of stuff myself. But the actual tool... Um, was all built by a freelancer. So I don't want to take credit for actually programming it because I didn't. Um, I came up with the idea and then I kind of um, designed it. Um, well, you had to police it. You had to pay for it. It's, it's, it's your baby. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, and, and I've gotten a lot of great feedback. So um, it, it really does um, encourage me to kind of keep on improving it and, and hopefully uh, people continue to, to come. I haven't done a whole lot of proactive marketing for it. So it's been great to see the, the traffic rise month <laughs> after month. I got to say, I'm, I'm surprised uh, I, just because I would have done it in a heartbeat. You don't even have a donate link, man. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, <laughs> I know and I, I probably am leaving a little bit of money on the table there. Um, and, uh, 
it is tough um, because I do want to expand it and make it even more powerful and, and be able to crawl enterprise sites and, and huge sites because right now it's limited to 10,000 pages and I do want to give people the ability to crawl 100,000 or things like that but there is a limit to what I can offer free. So yeah. uh, if I do want to expand it out in that way, uh, there may be some sort of freemium model but I always want to keep the kind of at least the 10,000 page limit which can cover a lot of sites. Um, I want to keep that free forever. Um, uh, that's very cool. And yeah, so well, well you uh, can always keep it looking the same, just just as awesome, and just create a separate site that's sort of pro, a pro version, and 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 make still make it reasonable, and and that would be ahead of the game because, frankly, once companies go pro, you know, uh, often they they end up taking partners on, and, and it just gets out of hand, and it becomes very expensive. So sure, yeah. sure, yeah, and I think as long as I'm covering my my hosting costs, I think I'd I'd be okay. Um, I'm not looking to. Uh, to turn GA checker into a brand or like a, a second job, you know, I, I, am busy enough at my, my, my current <laughs> job. So, um, I'll, I'll keep it as a side project and, and so far so good. Yeah. Excellent. So tell us a little bit what, what you do for the Red Cross in Canada. Uh, and it's quite a, quite a job as search specialist there. Sure. Yeah. So, uh, that's, that's my job title search specialist and I'm basically responsible for overseeing the, the search channels. So I do, run our SEM, so our AdWords and our Bing advertising and things like that, our remarketing, um, as well as um, our SEO. And uh, the approach you know, I take to SEO, I can't uh, have hands-on with all of the content. There's just too much being produced. There's too many pages. There's too many programs. Um, so I've taken um, an approach kind of geared more towards um, educating uh, people within the organization on the value of SEO, how to do proper on-page SEO, um, and trying to take a bottom-up approach and kind of build it into the core values of our, of our digital strategy. Because um, it, it's going to be impossible to, to stay on top of all the content being produced. So um, we're really trying to train people and kind of educate them um, in that way. So I end up doing a lot of content strategy as well. And I think for, for a lot of um, in-house SEOs, that's hopefully a big part of their job because it's, it's as you know, it's really essential. Um, so uh, our team gets together with other stakeholders for the website and other programs and just make sure that um, we're approaching the content in the right way, in a strategic way, and we're using data to come up with some of these things and that we're measuring success. And I think that's... Um, also something we're trying to bring to the table is having goals for all of this stuff as well instead of just churning out content. So um, uh, I, there's a lot to cover there. And I, I just want to cover a couple things. One is uh, when you're talking about doing that uh, teaching from you know the ground up, I imagine there's a lot of listeners here who um, uh, are SEOs or, or, or are dabbling in it, perhaps are, are the new SEO in a particular company and, and have to build that in. Can you give any recommendations on how to build it in, especially with people who are you know, they're just not necessarily, I don't know how the better word, best word for it, but meant for SEO. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's not sure. natural. How do yeah, you no, that for in? sure. And, and it is tough because there's going to be all different levels of comfort um, around even creating content on the web. And for some people, even the word title tag might scare them off, you know, for other mm -hmm. people, it might get them, get them fired up. So um, mm -hmm. I, I think tying it to a business case and tying it to whatever your, your organization's goals are is always going to be the most effective in terms of getting buy-in from the people that can actually um, make this type of thing mandatory. And we've gotten great buy-in from some of our um, leadership and, and people on our team just in terms of how important this is. And they, in turn, are able to 
basically um, say, this is essential and this is why it's essential. So you need to do this stuff. So go to Josh mm-hmm. or someone on his team to, to learn how to do it. So we basically made it mandatory to, to optimize um, new content anyways. I mean, uh, repurposing old content is another story. Um, but I think tying it to business goals is, is going to be the best way to communicate just how important it is. Well, and, and let's say the goal is, uh, well, I, can't, you know, I can't even imagine how many business goals there are for Red Cross. I mean, there's obviously the central one, donate, but sure. the other yeah. ones are, uh, could be an, uh, numerous. I mean, it's just, you've got so many different campaigns and so many different um, issues to deal with. But are you telling these people, here's a keyword? Like, uh, or here are a set of keywords or how are you, are, are you explaining semantic relations? <laughs> you can get no, right out of hand, right? Yeah. So we're not going that deep. And, and essentially the, the training is uh, basic on page optimization and also when, uh, when it may not be essential, you know, if someone's putting up a, a uh, something about um, an event that's coming up really soon and this is one type of event and it's really not going to be this evergreen content, we say that's okay. You don't need to do a whole bunch of keyword research and stuff for this, you know, 200 word article that's only going to be relevant for say a week or something like that. Um, so we are trying to focus on things that are going to provide value um, down the road and longer term stuff. So most of the questions that we've gotten, and I think probably anyone trying this would is, do I have to do this for everything? And when do I not do it? And that's going to, again, diff- differ between organizations and things like that. But we really try to, um, get the low hanging fruit first. So really make sure that any content that's, that's going to uh, stay on our site for a long period of time. And that could still provide value to someone a year from now that it's positioned well in search engines and, and the on-page optimizations, hmm. obviously a huge part of that. Very cool. Well, I've got a few other questions about that area, but I think we, we just need to take a quick break and we come back. We'll dig, dig right in. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. ShipStation helps online retailers ship orders faster. It's so easy to set up and use. ShipStation gives you tools to automatically import, manage, and ship your orders in the most cost-efficient way. Save money with the best USPS rates possible, as well as a free USPS account. ShipStation integrates with all the most popular e-commerce platforms and shipping carriers. Get shipping done no matter where you sell or how you ship. WebmasterRadio.fm listeners get an additional 30 days free after the free 30-day trial. Go to ShipStation.com slash WebmasterRadio now. Shipping Nirvana starts Building here. better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. When you started your business, you first listened to your professors. Now that your business is growing and gaining ground, you only seek out professionals. PPC Professionals, an industry leader for highly optimized search marketing campaigns with over 30 years of combined management experience. Our professional approach to every campaign helps you find every avenue of revenue so that you can not only stay ahead of your competitors, but get a return on your investment and increase your bottom line. PPC Professionals, personal, professional, PPC services. PPCProfessionals.com. 
Introducing Rumble, the smart mobile management system, the first end-to-end mobile platform where you can make real-time app modifications from a point-and-click dashboard. Want to change the design of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the ad map of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the content mix of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Power your mobile business with Rumble. Are you ready to rumble? Visit www.rumble.me. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Hosted by myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing. And today I'm here with my special guest, Josh Kellett, who is a search specialist at Red Cross Canada and inventor of gachecker.com. Now, we're just talking to Josh about uh, uh, being a search specialist at Red Cross and how he's had to, to uh, teach levels of the organization how to do SEO and very basics, obviously, but and that, even that is extremely difficult to build in uh, from the ground up and, and you know, build their understanding of it and, and give them some guidelines. Now, uh, Josh, when you're doing this kind of work with uh, these people, okay, so let's say they've, they've, got, they've done some basic optimization. Are you, I mean, I know a lot of content is put up there. Are you going back in and maybe adding some, some tweaks here and there, or are you leaving it as is because you're so busy? Uh, I would love to say we're, we're going back to every piece of content. Um, it, it really does depend, honestly, sometimes even on, on the week or month um, and, and just the volume of content that's going up. We really do mm-hmm. try to keep an eye on on all the new stuff that's going up. And I'm not the only one on our team with um, search experience. Um, we have a, a digital writer and content strategist um, who knows a fair bit about SEO. And same with uh, my manager who, um, who runs the, the digital marketing program. So they can help as well. So it isn't just, the onus isn't just on me to, to do this stuff, but um, I would like to say that we're always on top of it, but again, it, it does depend a little bit on um, No worries. On I expected that. I expected yeah. that. I was just curious how, how that would manage. So, okay, so let's say a big piece of what I, it sounded like to me, evergreen content's being placed and it's being optimized. Uh, are you then implementing a, a goal for that or, or, or is, it, is it just something you're watching the content for in, in Google Analytics? How detailed are you going with that? Because I know that kind of integration can get, again, pretty insane. Yeah, so we're not placing traffic goals as much as we're placing uh, behavior goals. So um, a lot of this content has a purpose. And it's definitely, like you mentioned, it's not always to donate. Uh, Most of the time it isn't. Sometimes it's even just um, the purpose can be to get someone to to share the content or to to even go deeper in the site or to even read the whole thing. Um, Depending on the content and and its goals, I mean, that'll definitely differ. But you want to... um, make sure you're measuring some level of success. You need to have some uh, measure of, of if this is working or not. So we don't set those as traffic numbers. We set those as, as conversions, basically. So it's not mm-hmm. like, again, it's not always donate, but it can be micro conversions like email signups and things like that. So we try to have one content with one, um, one piece of content with a single focus too. We don't try to dilute um, things by having donation asks all over content about building an earthquake kit for example so now when you're doing uh you're tracking social benefit which yeah, it's a it's a big 
topic these days, and that's why there's a ton of tools out there. Are you using another tool or any other tools to assist you with that, or is it purely Google Analytics? It's generally on our team, it's Google Analytics. Uh, hmm. Social, actually, we our team doesn't manage social, so we interface with the team that does um, run the social accounts, so we do help them set goals and they help us measure these things as well. So we'll get reports on kind of how some of this content is doing and, uh, you know, if there's room for improvement and that type of thing. But I generally, I love Google Analytics especially. Um, so I try to get all the information I can in Google Analytics. So we try to tag all of these things beforehand so we mm-hmm. can measure them down the road. So uh, the big focus is on not just that the core metrics that you'd see in any GA account, but trying to measure behavior. Um, and that's always going to be an ongoing process, but measuring things like interaction with the page and scroll depth and having all these different events. The holidays are doubly important this year, so make your celebrations doubly special. At Kroger, we've got a huge selection of high-quality meats on top of fresh, natural produce, like fresh, never-frozen prime-grade beef and our Simple Truth Organic Brussels sprouts, or delicious king crab legs with our private selection gourmet potatoes. Whew, had to say that doubly fast. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. So you can fire to get a better idea of how people are interacting with the page. And we use things like Crazy Egg as well and, and heat map tools. And um, we'll run usability tests as well on, on certain elements of our site um, in certain areas. So we're trying to combine a bunch of different uh, data sources as well to uh, find out you know, where we can make improvements in some of this stuff. Hmm. Uh, you must, it must be fascinating. And I know you being a analytics head uh, yourself, you must be just absolutely enthralled. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, there's lots of, <laughs> lots of data to sift through for sure. Uh, I'll never <laughs> complain about that, but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's been great. And we do have a good team that really gets it and we're all on board with a data driven um, and, and goal oriented approach. So it's nice that we don't need to um, fight a battle too much internally around uh, what our goals are um, as an organization on the web. So, uh, pardon the bit of a curveball here, but I'm curious: sure. what if if you had a small business these days? And I know mm-hmm. a lot of the listeners do. Uh, how would you, you know, based on your experience and what works and what doesn't work, and etc.? How would you start optimizing a site, or how would you manage a site to be successful? I mean, I don't. I know that can be a massive question, uh, but just in terms of the the the, the high points. Um, are we talking from a, an SEO perspective or just a general web marketing? I would say a, a mixture of a- SEO and, you know, so, so let's say general, general web marketing. Okay, sure. Sure. Well, I mean, I'm a big believer in, in uh, technical SEO and having a really strong foundation in that way. So with, with any site I work with, and I do this with uh, redcross.ca as well um, on a quarterly basis, we'll... Uh, look at the technical level and, and make sure we're getting, you know, credit for links and, and the uh, site structure is okay and that um, canonical tags are in place where they need to be and, and, and proper redirects. You know, all, all the sort of um, elements that go into a, an SEO audit, basically, and things like that. So, and, and just to interrupt, any listeners out there, if, you, if, if, if any of this seems Greek, I totally get it. We do have a, a, a other episodes that have covered um, audits, which we'll get into a lot of the detail he was just discussing there. So key issues are, are definitely canonicals and, and, uh, and site structure, which, uh, again, we've covered in, in other shows. So 
please feel free to jump and check that out because I think you'll find it a lot more, you know, you know there's a lot of depth to what he's talking about that you, you just can't get into right now. Sorry. Thanks. No, no, thanks for that, Ross. I, I do have a tendency to do that, um, to, to speak in, in web jargon. So, um, I'm going to do my best to curb that, ten, that tendency, <laughs> uh, on this call, but, uh, yeah, so I always try to start with a foundational approach um, in that way. And then from there, uh, I think it really depends on, on, on your vertical and things like that. But I do think still, even to this day, there is a huge focus on customer acquisition and, and traffic and uh, not enough of a focus on, on user experience and that type of thing. So I would focus on potentially coming up with a content strategy of some sort um, and creating a content calendar to, to make things um, a little more structured. And, and I think for content, you don't need to be producing a lot of volume, but you do need to be consistent. And you want to give people a reason to come back to your site. So uh, whether it's even once a month, you know, once every two weeks, you want to make sure that that's a consistent schedule so people can come back and expect new things. And high um, quality. Like if you're yo, going to yes. do it less, make sure it's just absolutely awesome. And, sure. and, and my recommendation too is... Yeah, and my recommendation too is that it's evergreen. If you're going to do yes. so little, make sure that it's stuff that's it, it's going to stand the test of time and become a, a constant driver of traffic. Then you really just it's 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 just building on top of building on top of building. If it's something that's very, uh, t- you know, time based, it's uh, time sensitive. Then you know you, you you are perhaps going to get a bolt of traffic, but unless you're doing it a lot, those aren't going to provide much benefits in the long run. For sure. That's a great point. And, and that's something that we try to focus on. Something I ask all the time during meetings is when we're talking about uh, potential content ideas and things like that is, would someone click on this if they didn't know or care about the Red Cross? Not everyone is going to be invested in our brand and our mission. Some people um, may not have ever visited our site. And we want to give value to those people. We want to give them a reason not just to come and read that that article, but to come back and know that they'll find some quality stuff. So again, it needs to be at least tangentially related to your niche. You can't just uh, randomly write articles on anything, but it doesn't need to be always about your brand and what you're doing and things like that. So um, that that's a great point. Evergreen content is in my in my mind is always going to be better because it can be just as valuable a year from now or two years from now. Yeah, and and actually, I, I think I said in the last episode it, we get probably about 80% of the traffic to step forth is from evergreen content that unfortunately isn't the most uh, relevant in terms of transitioning into business, but hey, what the hell it's out there, it's getting traffic and it's, and it's not bad. Um, but you know, if the more accurate, the more relevant the traffic, the better, you know, the better chance you're going to convert them. And the other thing, and, and I imagine for you guys, this is key as well is ultimately everyone's got their desire, the ultimate goal. Get the donation, get a sale, get an inquiry. But you have to have the soft conversions as well. Now, and, and those could be emails, newsletter lists. I mean, uh, newsletter lists, social shares, anything. You know, would those pretty much cover what you guys are going for for soft shares or anything or soft conversions? Or are there anything else? Sure, yeah. And I think it, it that, that covers it um, generally. I mean, we're trying to integrate all these disparate p- platforms that are currently going on. We have uh, kind of a separate course sign-up area and a separate uh, shop for things like uh, first aid supplies and things like that. So we're trying to consolidate that all under one property, basically, so we can track that better. Um, but in general, yes, it would be email sign-ups, things like that. Uh, we are trying to take the long-term approach 
and and really not doing too many hard asks, even in emails, because you know we have a lot of respect for for people in general, for prospective donors, things like that. And, and they're not dumb. They're going to donate when they're ready. And so we just want to give them a good experience. We want them to you know, find value in what we're providing them. And when they are ready, we want to make it easy for them to donate, but we don't want to strong arm them into donate, donating or guilt them into donating. We want them to do it because they support our mission and they support the work we're doing. So uh, we uh, definitely uh, are hopefully with the times in terms of uh, – keeping things um, good from a user experience perspective. We're not trying to um, trick people or, 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 you know, strong arm them into donating in any way. So, hmm, Great. Well, and, and um, it's funny, I'm, I've been trying to s- figure out something that I know a ton of my, <coughs> the community members on SEO 101, SEO 101 <laughs> community <laughs> on Google, uh, Google Plus would be wanting me to ask, and I can't think of it. I should have pulled you guys beforehand. I'm sorry. Um, what... Would you say is the most difficult thing you face uh, or challenge in in marketing the Red Cross? I would say it's gaining awareness for our non-disaster related programs. I think everyone uh, equates the Red Cross, at least in Canada, with disaster relief, and and we're we're a leader in that field, and it's something we're really proud of. But there's a ton of other uh, programs and services that we offer that that have a huge impact on people. And our brand is so synonymous with disaster relief that a lot of times that messaging works a lot better. And we're always testing this type of stuff, but it's so consistent with what most people think is our brand that um, it's tough to gain awareness for some of these programs. There's anti-bullying programs and there's first aid and all sorts of stuff and a lot of international programs, um, a lot of great work. So um, for us, it's almost breaking free of... um, our brand and kind of the brand perception in Canada. Okay. Um, and it's a positive one and we're proud of it, but it's, it's, again, there's a lot of other programs we want to highlight as well. All right. Well, I'm going to give you a sec to think about this, but I, I'm going to take a quick <laughs> break, but when we get back, I want to, I want, I was wondering what you are planning to do to try and promote those. Cause I imagine a lot of clients are a lot of clients, a lot of uh, listeners are interested in exactly that same issue for their own website. So when we come back, uh, if you have an idea for that, or we can just banter out in some ideas. Um, let's dig into it. So Sounds we'll be good. right back. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today. InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Paywin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. The Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at internetmarketingninjas.com. 
Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Okay, class. Take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Hosted by myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing. And my guest today is Josh Kellett, who is a search specialist at Red Cross Canada and inventor of gichecker.com. So we just uh, were covering some of the, the finer points of, of trying to uh, promote the Red Cross on a regular basis, but then we covered uh, some of the issues involved with, with bringing to light some of your other projects within the Red Cross that aren't disaster-related. Have you got any, uh, anything you'd like to add in terms of what new tactics or, or ideas you have on how to promote those sort of areas? I mean, everyone has them in their own website, I'm sure, and these you know, services they, they love to provide but just don't seem to be getting enough attention. Sure, yeah. Um, I think a big part of it comes down to, for, for us anyways, it comes down to uh, storytelling and, mm-hmm. and, and really kind of conveying um, from a storytelling perspective how these lesser known programs or services are actually affecting real people. Um, nonprofits are, it's an interesting vertical in a way online because it's one of the only places where people uh, give money and they don't get anything physical in return um, or they don't get anything as tangible. They get a donation receipt and things like that, but you're really getting the feeling that you're helping someone that, that needs it. So storytelling is a big part of, of um, conveying that emotion and conveying kind of how your donation helps someone else. Uh, another mm-hmm. thing we found effective is uh, combining uh, actual tangible items. So things that we do offer in real life uh, and, and giving them a dollar value. So you can see exactly how much X dollars, um, what that'll get you and how that'll help. So, uh, you know, if a blanket is, is $8 and that helps someone um, when they're cold this holiday season, um, you know, people want to kind of know what, if they donate $50, what, how is that going to help? Where is it going to go? And things like that. Mm-hmm. So um, at the end of the day, you do need to make some hard decisions in terms of if you, uh, there's only so many, um, so much real estate on your homepage. There's only so many uh, AdWords campaigns you can run and, and, and content you can create around certain things. So you do, if you really want to promote lesser known services or products, you might need to be okay with putting some of your better performing ones on the back burner, at least somewhat. It, it's tough to promote everything all at the same time. You do sometimes need to make um, a sacrifice in that way. Interesting. I, uh, I think the, the idea of a, of a story is fantastic. And I imagine that part of that's finding news that you guys can jump on as well because uh, and, and writing the coattails of that. In that sense, I guess this may not be in your department, but are you tracking um, – 
you know, Google alerts for specific breaking news and how you can tie that into your website and, and, and to your, your specific offerings? Yes. So our public affairs team does a great job of keeping track of all that stuff. And we get an email weekly around um, exactly how we're in the news, whether it's positive or negative. And, um, and, and they do a, a great job in that way. So how often are you guys having to revisit? You know, I mean, I know you look at Google, Google Analytics all the time. I mean, metrics is something that, well, frankly, most small businesses are just, they, and understandably, they go a little blank, and medium business, everyone, everyone, unless they have a lot of time, which no one does really, uh, analytics is a bit of a rabbit hole. Um, what would you say, I mean, obviously you can't speak to goals because everyone's got different goals, but what are sure. the things that you pay the most attention to and you think would be applicable to uh, the average business website? I think a lot of the foundational stuff in terms of uh, your traffic mix, making sure you're not overly reliant on one channel. You know, if I hop into anyone's account and I see they're getting 80% of their traffic from Google, that's a red flag to me, or 50% of their traffic from email, things like that. So you want... I, I use the analogy of, uh, you know, basically investing where you want to have a nice balanced portfolio and you want to make sure that you're getting uh, traffic from a bunch of different sources. So if something happens to one of those, say, um, cost per click goes up on your keywords really high or, or, or some algorithm change that affects your SEO, uh, some of those other channels can pick up the pace. So um, that's something I look at right away. Um, and we try to look at behavior. So not just... Uh, how people are getting into the site, but also what are they doing and, and trying to kind of tease out why they might be doing that. Uh, analytics isn't great for the why. It's, it's, it's a much better for the what, but that's where you can combine things like um, usability testing and, and other data sources, uh, customer service feedback, things like that, to maybe get a better sense of why something might not be working. So hmm. a big part of that is just making sure that things are track properly from the beginning and making sure that even if you don't have the time now to analyze all that behavior, you want to be tracking it. So when you do finally have the time you can sit down, you have that data to fall back on. So I would encourage anyone if and when they can find the time to really sit down and critically think about what they want to measure. Make sure it's tied to your, your business goals, your website goals in some way, um, but make sure that's getting tracked even if you're not going to be analyzing it today or tomorrow. Wow. My favorite part of that advice was not putting all your eggs in one basket. There's so many people that call, and they are uh, – you can almost hear the blood rushing from their their body or their face just thinking about the fact that they just lost their Google rankings because they had everything involved in it, and it's it's devastating even to me just to listen to, never mind being that poor person. But it, it, the fact is, yes, definitely uh, try to get uh, – don't put all your eggs in one basket – diversify. And uh, I like personally, I love email. I love newsletters whenever we actually get one out. Um, I like focusing on evergreen content, but don't just focus on Google. You know, ensure that Bing is finding your content. Um, th there are other search engines. They're not nearly as powerful as Google, but they do add up. Um, and if you, have, you get some exposure on them, they can be your lifesaver if anything goes wrong, God forbid. Uh, so, you know, just make sure that you, you're you're looking at all the different realms, and, and that that alone is is worth the uh, the time it's taken to listen to this the show today. And I'm sure you gained a lot more from that. And thank you so much for coming on today, Josh. Thanks for having me. It's been great. Yeah, it has been a lot of fun, and, and I look forward to our next lunch. And I'll 
you can fill me in on what's coming on on GA Checker. Sounds like there's some neat <laughs> updates coming. So yeah, cool. hopefully, yeah, I'll keep everyone posted via Twitter or something like that. Great. And what is your Twitter ID? Uh, it's basically my name without any vowels or uh, tuple letters. So it's uh, J S H K L T. Josh Kelly. Okay. Perfect. Well, on behalf of myself, Ross Gunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my guest, Josh Kellett, who is a search specialist at Red Cross Canada and inventor of gachecker.com, thank you for joining us today, and I hope you have a, a fantastic week of increased search rankings and lots and lots of business. Thanks for listening, everyone. radio and podcast network we welcome you to sample past episodes of this program as well as our complete library of programs on demand or on the air via our 24 7 live audio stream at www.webmasterradio.fm the opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of webmasterradio.fm's management or sponsors any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of webmasterradio.fm is prohibited. You should be saving for the future, but savings accounts suck, and investing can be scary. We combine the ease of savings with the real returns of investing. We call it Save Vesting, and it's only available in our new app, Stairs. Stairs offers 4 to 6% returns, no fees, and you can withdraw anytime. Do your future a favor. Visit stairsapp.com today.